Welcome back, folks. So, while I do have a bit of election audit news to cover and button up from over the weekend, I thought we could take a moment and enjoy the panic of corrupt Arizona officials and fake news clowns. So, let's first take in all the panic, then a little election fraud news. I also have an excerpt from a wonderful interview by Chanel Rion with the real president, Donald J. Trump, and a great inspirational video courtesy of Sidney Powell to start the week off right. So all of this, right after a short word from our sponsors. I'll be right back. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. So for starters, let's uh, let's take a look at a little uh, Rachel Madcow. Mad, mad, mad Rachel Maddow. Let's take a look at Rachel Maddow losing her mind. She's got her boxers in a bunch in this open for her show. Now, I, I know it's hard to stomach. It was, it was hard to stomach. And, um, but it's worth listening to because the panic. I mean, if you understand this is panic, it makes it, well, let's listen. You may have heard over the weekend that former President Donald Trump and his supporters got very excited because the so-called audit of the 2020 presidential election in Arizona had finally found the smoking gun. Uh, they'd said they found the evidence that the presidential election was tampered with somehow. And maybe this was the proof that Donald Trump really didn't lose Arizona and therefore he didn't really lose the election. And therefore, secretly, he's still president and all will be revealed. So in this next excerpt from Rachel Maddow, we're going to see how the media spins a story into fake news. Now, we're all familiar with the uh, special Senate hearing that uh, Arizona Senate held last week. We had Doug Logan from Cyber Ninjas testifying. We had Ken Bennett, the audit supervisor, testifying. And we had Ben Cotton from Cypher testifying. And Ben Cotton had testified that they had discovered that a database was deleted from the EMS primary server in Maricopa County. And it contained uh, election data that was uh, that was deleted just days before the machines were handed over to Senate for audit. Well, he testified that, yes, the database was deleted and that he was able to recover that database. So let's listen to how Rachel Maddow takes that story and spins it into fake news. And so today they announced that they would be holding a hearing with the QAnon conspiracy theory promoter who runs Cyber Ninjas and the other folks they've got running this so-called audit, they said they would hold this hearing to get to the bottom of this scandal, to tell America what's going on with the smoking gun deleted database. But then at the hearing today, the geniuses running the audit actually had to admit, um, sorry, we do actually have the database. It was not deleted. We misunderstood. Never mind. Election auditors say they have the data that they accused Maricopa County of deleting. Oh, we have that. We said you threw it out. We have it. Oh, right. 
That whole thing the former president was yelling about, the election crime he had discovered that would undo the 2020 election and put him back in the White House. Never mind, that didn't happen. Oops. No, Rachel. It was deleted. They had recovered it through forensic techniques. So that's enough of her. I think we have heard enough from that. And so let's now move on to, um, well, this is uh, another fake news clown. Uh, you may be familiar with Joe Scarborough. There's a lot to unpack there. We won't get into it. But if you're interested, you might want to look up when he was a congressman and his aide that died under mysterious circumstances. Just going to leave that there. If you're interested, you can look into it. Uh, but let's listen to his flailing and panic. America, love it or leave it. If you don't have respect in American democracy anymore, if you don't respect Madisonian checks and balances, if your guy doesn't win, if that's the new rules of engagement for this great republic, then just leave our country because you're unworthy of it. And there are millions of immigrants who will come here and raise their right hand and buy into the creed and believe that we are exceptional, that believe American democracy is the greatest government on the face of the earth. And they will do it proudly. They will salute the flag proudly. And most importantly, they will fight for what that flag represents. Will you shame yourself? Will you disgrace yourself? Will you disgrace our country in the eyes of the world? Yes, this is all on you. Get the facts. Live in the light. Follow the truth. And love this country. And stop this. Or leave. Or leave. If you're going to believe a reality TV show hosts lies about the American Republic is desecration of American exceptionalism, then just get the hell out. We don't want you here. That's all I got to say. You couldn't have said it better. Well, thank actually. you. No, I really appreciate it. So let me just sum that up for you. What he's saying is, is that we're over the target. They're all caught. They're all panicked and they're freaking out. And so I'm just going to leave the garbage where I found it and let's move on to the next thing. Okay, moving on to a little bit of panic uh, from the Maricopa County recorder, Rhino Stephen Riker. Now, in all fairness, he wasn't the Maricopa County recorder at the time of the election. That was somebody else. He was elected in 2020 and he only recently this year became the new Maricopa County recorder. So he wasn't responsible for the 2020 election. However, he was responsible for all the election equipment when it was turned over to the Senate for audit. And if you remember those, those databases that got deleted just days before those machines were handed over for audit, well, he was responsible for them. So let's uh, watch him squirm a bit. Stephen, uh, let me start uh, with you. Um, you have been pretty outspoken about this. Can you help us understand uh, this question about the data that was supposedly missing, that was actually found, uh, what happened there, uh, and and why is it uh, that that we've why is it that we've ended up here? Frankly, you know, it, it's frustrating because ultimately it was there. We sent over a technical letter, but what it amounts to is that this could have been discerned by their auditors, and this is not something that should be casually. Um, stated on, on internet. You shouldn't casually 
accuse someone of unlawfully deleting files. That's something you should be pretty darn well sure of. And that sent off, of course, this whole series of events um, because that crossed the line for us. That crossed the line for Bill, crossed the line for the whole county team when you start accusing the hardworking people of Maricopa County of unlawful acts. Okay, moving on to a panicked Arizona Secretary of the State, kooky Katie Hobbs. And, you know, we should pay special attention and give credit in how hard she's working with other secretaries of the state and attorney generals in doing everything they can to prevent election fraud audits from happening in their state. Uh, let's listen to her panic. Know that, as you said, this is this is contagious. It's going to Arizona. Uh, we've been speaking to the Secretary of State in Michigan very frequently about what's happening there. Wisconsin. Uh, last night, I spoke to the Attorney General in Pennsylvania. Have you been talking to the Secretaries of State in those country uh, in those states about how to keep the system safe uh, and not have things fall out of the hands of uh, the chain of custody? Yeah, absolutely. I've been working with a bipartisan group of Secretaries of State. Um, who are very closely watching what's happening in Arizona to try to make sure it doesn't happen in their states. Um, and, and I should add, not just secretaries of states, but other attorneys general and governors as well. Uh, so lots of folks very concerned about this. And, and I, I hope what we can see is sort of a tightening of laws following this to ensure that this isn't able to happen again. What we're seeing really in Arizona, there is no statutory framework to handle it, which is why they've really been allowed to get away with a lot of this. Okay, now and by stark contrast to the last few videos that we've seen coming out of Arizona, here we have Arizona GOP chairwoman Kelly Ward, the lovely Dr. Kelly Ward. Here she's giving us an update uh, as the audit gets started again and what we can come to expect moving forward. Arizona, Let's listen to what she has to say. It is time for your update from the Republican Party of Arizona. I am your chairwoman, Dr. Kelly Ward. I want to start out by thanking our first vice chair, Pam Kirby, and our assistant sergeant in arms for the Republican Party of Arizona for their updates this past week. You can view those on our YouTube channel. This special weekend update gives you the latest news and what's to come over the next several days here in our state. As you know, America's audit has been on hold for the past week at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum where the counting of ballots has been taking place while the arena was hosting graduation ceremonies. So on Monday, May 24th, the ballots and the election equipment will be back at the arena and the audit gets back to business. I talked to some of the people associated and they are securely moving those ballots back into place right now. And with the, the counting of the ballots restarting, here come the Democrats with their threats of lawsuits and more roadblocks by Maricopa County elected officials and attorneys. Within the last several days, Maricopa County attorneys have warned the Arizona State Senate, the auditors, and their agents to preserve documents and preserve evidence as they may be subject to future legal claims. They're also attempting to turn the tables on the audit, saying that the auditors can't be trusted and that the election machines will not be usable again because of all of the possible tampering by the counters. Ridiculous. If that weren't so outrageous, it would actually be funny. That's the exact reason the audit is being performed. If voters trusted the election conducted by the Maricopa County uh, electeds and the election department and they were confident that no tampering had already occurred, 
no America's audit would be needed. However, there has been such resistance put forth to stop any attempt by anyone to review or even ask questions of the 2020 election and these countless roadblocks and these lawsuits to stop a full hand, a full hand count and forensic audit of the election machines to check for possible tampering that the Arizona State Senate was left with no choice but to move forward with America's audit. An audit that I remind you has been repeatedly reviewed and approved by the Arizona courts. Arizona's audit, America's audit, and our America First agenda also got a boost in the last few days when over 1,000 American patriots attended an America First rally in Mesa, Arizona. And those were the people inside. There were over 2,000 that couldn't get in outside. The rally drew constant and thunderous applause in support of the audit, our need to finish the border wall to stop the Biden surge of illegal aliens entering our country, and making it clear that we will not support vaccine passports, mask mandates, or Dr. Anthony Fauci's nonsense any longer. The voters are stirring. People are angry. In only four short months, Americans are sick and tired of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and their Marxist part Marxist partners, yes, Marxists, who want to destroy our nation and take away our individual liberties and our freedom. We are not going to let them. I thank you for tuning in. We've got a very busy week ahead of us. We're going to be working hard for you to keep America great. I'll see you at our next update. Okay, next up in switching gears a bit, we're going to listen to a rant by none other than Steve Bannon. I think it's great. I thought you all might like it. So let's listen to what he says. Hill newspaper in, in, during the break, headline, more than 3 million ballots were cast in Wisconsin. Officials have flagged just 27 as possible frauds. Now, Bannon, you keep talking about Wisconsin as being thrown. When you read it, it's just about some mailing addresses it doesn't get it doesn't mention the ICs Wisconsin's the easiest to prove my point on this right now the Associated Press the Hill MSNBC they are all in a panic ladies and gentlemen they're in a full panic they have seen what Michael pa Patrick Leahy's reporting has done in Georgia they see what the judge did in Georgia they see the Patriots progress on the Concord Bridge of the Convention Center in Arizona they see what's happening behind the scenes in Pennsylvania. They see the talk that's going on in Michigan. And they understand what's going on. So now in Wisconsin, they're going to say 3 May and only 27. They do not talk about the indefinitely confined. That's where the clerks, as Ryan's previous calls, that's where the clerks stole it. In the early voting scandal, they go to, some, they go to something about addresses. No, 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 no. Wisconsin is the easiest to prove. And we're going to Wisconsin, we're going to Michigan, we're going to Pennsylvania, we're going to New Hampshire. There are two things we're going to get to the bottom of, and that's going to reverse this arc of American and global history. We're getting to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd, and nobody is going to stop this because we have the Constitution in back of us, and we've got the facts so the greatest president of all time, the real president, President Donald J. Trump, uh, released a statement this weekend on the 
Attorney General of Arizona, as he's nowhere to be found in this election audit that's taking place and all of these serious crimes that are being uncovered. And uh, the statement says, the lackluster Attorney General of Arizona, Mike Bern- Mark Burnovich, has got to get on the ball and catch up with the great Republican patriots of the Arizona Senate. As massive crime in the 2020 election is becoming more and more evident and obvious, Brnovich is nowhere to be found. He's always on television promoting himself, but never mentions the crime of the century that took place during the 2020 presidential election, which was rigged and stolen. Arizona was a big part and Brnovich must put himself in gear, or no Arizona Republican will vote for him in the upcoming elections. They will never forget, and neither will the great patriots of our nation. Isn't that true? We'll all remember. Okay, next up is an article from Gateway Pundit, and this is regarding the New Hampshire uh, Wyndham County audit. And the headline says, Why is the president of LHS Election Voting Machine Company used in New Hampshire allowed to be present during the New Hampshire audit? And LHS, uh, they are the ones who market the equipment, the voting equipment, I guess providing the Dominion image cast machines to, looks like, um, New Hampshire and I think four other. So it's five northeastern states that they provide this equipment to. Um, it goes on to say, after discussing some of the findings of the audit, we also learned that the owner of the machines used in New Hampshire and in other northeastern American states was allowed inside the building where the audit was being performed. And the gentleman's name is uh, Jeff Silvestro. And you can see his, uh, his uh, LinkedIn photo here. He's president, LHS Associates Incorporated. And um, his car was parked outside. He says, why in the world... Would the president of the voting machine company used in the audit be allowed into the area where the audit is being performed of his machines? This is inexcusable and an obvious red flag. If the Democrats were honest people who really cared about election integrity, they would focus on this rather than harass the auditors in Maricopa County, Arizona. Absolutely correct. Okay, next up is another excerpt from the War Room Pandemic with uh, Steve Bannon. And on his show, he has Arizona Rep Finchman. And what Finchman's describing is uh, why the Democrats are scared to death and that he states that they are afraid of the physical ballot, ballot count compared to what Dominion put on the machines. Let's listen to what he says here. The true heroes here are the, the posse here that shares this information, the force multiplier, but ultimately... It's those people at Concord Bridge. I told you that this was going to be a shot heard around the world. I told you. I told you. And now you've seen it. Now you've seen Rachel Maddow and Joe Scarborough and their staffs and their producers and MSNBC. Right? You've seen it. You're seeing it. You're seeing it because patriots will not back down. Okay. Tenacity, grit, determination. Mark Fincham, real quickly. On Monday the 24th. Are the Patriots going to reconvene at, at Concord Bridge in Maricopa County and commence their work again now that they've done, what, 20% of the ballots? Are they going to commence their work again on Monday, sir? That's my understanding, Steve. And I think the Senate has never had more resolve. We've got we've got uh, these we've got individuals in the Republican Party coming out in Maricopa County saying, oh, you're going to have to stop this because it's an embarrassment. It's destroying the party. It's this, it's that, it's the other thing. No, I think they are scared to death of the actual physical ballot count 
we, we now have, I think, a clue into what it is that most terrifies them. And that is the physical ballot count number when it's ultimately done compared to what Dominion put on their machines. Yeah. That is yeah. going to be hey, the telling hey. piece. So this next article, this is from the Epoch Times, and I'm not going to go into too much of the article because it's not the article that I'm so much interested in. It's the video that goes along with this um, this article that I wanted to share with you all. And um, so this is about uh, Georgia. And uh, if you remember, there was the uh, public hearing that they held in Georgia, and uh, they had data scientists testify, Jovan Hood and Pulitzer testified, others testified. And that hearing was on December 3rd of uh, 2020. Now, the thing about this article and this video is that I, I hadn't seen the video before. But uh, if we all recall that um, on November 4th, there was um, Richard Barron, the director of elections out of Fulton County, Georgia. He gave a press conference and said that his team had already adjudicated 106,000 ballots out of 113,130 ballots that were scanned that day and that the results were already posted. Well, these data scientists lay it out how it was impossible to do that in the time that it takes to adjudicate a ballot and um, how much time it would have taken to do that. It was just, it, it's impossible. So the video link is in the description. It's fantastic. I think you'll all enjoy it. It's older, but still, it's very relevant to what we're seeing today, especially going into Georgia. And now Georgia's looking like the new audit. So I hope you all enjoy that video and you take a look at it. Okay, next up, and as promised, is an excerpt of a wonderful interview that the lovely Chanel Rayon did with the greatest president ever, Donald J. Trump. And uh, in this clip here, he makes an announcement that I thought you all might like to hear. I know I'm real excited about it, so let's listen to what he says. Our, our viewers would all like to know when you will hold your next rally. They're waiting uh, to see you in person. When are you going to so do that? So relatively soon, we'll be doing one in Florida. Uh, we're going to do one in Ohio. We're going to do one in Georgia. We're going to do one in North Carolina. We'll be announcing them very soon over the next week or two. And I, I think we'll probably start in Florida and Ohio and... We'll be announcing the rallies very shortly. Okay. So this last video I'm going to play for you, uh, this was uh, posted by Sydney Powell in her Telegram feed. And I thought I would share it with you because it's real inspirational and it made me feel great listening to it. And I think it's going to make you all feel great when you listen to it as well. Now, having said that, I also want to thank you all for tuning in. And I want to thank our sponsor, Red Pill Living, for supporting us and, and helping us Get this information out. You can support us by shopping with them. And by doing that, you also support a patriot company that supports free speech and alternative media. So get on over to redpillliving.com forward slash Nemos and pick yourself up some of the great products they have there. Until next time, you guys be well and I'll see you then. Because we're a great nation, our challenges seem complex. It will always be this way. But as long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. And something else we learned. Once you begin a great movement, there's no telling where it'll end. We, the people. We, the people, tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We, the people, are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Almost all the world's constitutions are documents in which governments 
tell the people what their privileges are. Our Constitution is a document in which we the people tell the government what it is allowed to do. We the people are free. But man is not free unless government is limited. There's a clear cause and effect here that is as neat and predictable as a law of physics. As government expands, liberty contracts. Nothing is less free than pure communism. We must keep up our guard, but we must also continue to work together to lessen and eliminate tension and mistrust. It's still trust, but verify. It's still play, but cut the cards. It's still watch closely, and don't be afraid to see what you see. You won every battle with every call you made and letter you wrote demanding action. Well, action is still needed. This national feeling is good, but it won't count for much and it won't last unless it's grounded in thoughtfulness and knowledge. An informed patriotism is what we want. And are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise, and freedom is special and rare. It's fragile. It needs production. So we've got to teach history based not on what's in fashion, but what's important. Why the pilgrims came here, who Jimmy Doolittle was, and what those 30 seconds over Tokyo meant. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. Let's start with some basics. More attention to American history and a greater emphasis on civic ritual. And let me offer lesson number one about America. All great change in America begins at the dinner table. So tomorrow night in the kitchen, I hope the talking begins. And children, if your parents haven't been teaching you what it means to be an American, let them know and mail them on it. That would be a very American thing to do. I've spoken of the shining city all my political life, but I don't know if I ever quite communicated what I saw when I said it. But in my mind, it was a tall, proud city built on rocks stronger than oceans, windswept, God-blessed, and teeming with people of all kinds living in harmony and peace. Goodbye, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.